Come on down to watch Ben and Lee's chat on the mat. Oh, hello there. Well, that was a no. That was a rubbish start. This is a fucking Scottish man. Hello and welcome to another podcast of Liam Ben's Chat on the Mat. No, your host today, me, Ben, and Lee. Yo. Hello. How's it hanging, people? So uh, that that jingle's quite good, isn't it? Our opening jingle. Yeah, it's all right. From um, Jingle Dave, wasn't it? Jingle Jim. But it raises more questions. Like, why, why does he say, come on down and watch... Ben and Lee, watch Ben and Lee chat on the mat when it's a podcast that you listen to yeah. with your ears. I don't think they know podcasts back out there. Well, they probably do. So I listen what, to in America? Of, I listen to a lot of American... The only podcasts I listen to are Americans, I think. Yeah. Racist? No, it's like, no English ones do any good ones. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. And also, why are we called... What the heck, What's that name all about? Lee and Ben chat on the mat. Chat on the mat or chat on the mat? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was, I think it was a, a weak attempt. I mean, it took us, what, three seconds to come? Well, we had a few kind of names on a list, and we had and we came up with it in about three seconds. And it's, I think the reason we chose it was because it... <laughs> the word chat sounds a bit like chat. <laughs> and then a mat is... Um, and then what's this mat? Yeah, what's this mat fixation? It's, well? it's in honour of... Um, because there's like there's a lot of Matt themed, like we chatting on the mat and we have Matt's chats. What is our obsession with Matt? Who the fuck is Matt? He's, <coughs> he's that bloke we had a three way with. Oh yeah. <laughs> what three way? Uh, what? You know. It's too early in the show to be talking about sex. <laughs> no, it's, we had that three way dance off with. God. Uh, argument. Three way dance off. What do you think I'm talking about? Just, uh, but and, just... la- and also last we got some feedback about last week's show. Oh wow. Um, Who from? From my brain, oh, right. and that the feedback is that it was, it was kind of mainly the theme of the show was kind of things going up places, <laughs> wasn't it? I mean, it was mainly kind of based around objects going into orifices of some sort. So I'm sorry if people were having their colon check this weekend and listening to that. Oh, you've gone there again. Sorry, he's done it. We've already degenerated into cr- crudity and nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, anyway, well, should we crack on? Yeah. Crack uh, on with the show. And we will start with, as everyone's favourite, we'll start with... Mm, match chat. chat! No, it wasn't, no. It's good when you do it. Have a go. Match chat. Match chat. Match chat. I like that one, we'll keep that one. <laughs> Uh, and on Matt's Chats today, we start what's off the, with... What's the first topic? What's the first subject? We start with... Oh, it's a topical one. Oh. It's, this is kind of really cutting-edge stuff. It's swine flu. Oh, that old chestnut. That, <laughs> that conquered the world a few years ago. Yeah, that was the kind of big news. What um, what 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 have you got to say about swine flu? It's out of fashion now, but... Um, old hat, mate. I, I'm down with the kids now. Swine flu, that was so 2008. It is a bit old. I mean, no one, no one cares about swine flu anymore. Yeah. Since then, we've had, what, Ebola? Yeah, Ebola. That was quite, that was quite the, uh, the hit. Uh, and also, um, Z- Zika virus. Yeah, Zika. That's the current uh, uh, favourite. 
Uh, yeah, Zico Forrester. Uh, do you remember the Beijing flu? Or this listeners out there, who remembers the Beijing flu in the nineties? Mm, no. Uh, I think someone in my family had it. <laughs> I don't know who it was. They had the Beijing flu around ninety four, ninety five when it was popular. Yeah. And yeah, they they survived. What are the symptoms? I don't know, like dizzy, uh, like dizzy rascal. <laughs> it was. Um, I forgot what it was. I think it was where you're hallucinated in your bed and you think random stuff. <laughs> Sounds quite good. Yeah. Sounds all right. And then who remembers mad f- uh, cow foot and mouth disease? <laughs> what was it? What, what was it called? Foot and, foot mad and, cow foot and mouth disease. Yeah. Who has fo- who has foot in their mouth disease? I mean, that's quite loud. Brilliant. I think it tells tells people do not put your feet in your mouth. It's pretty obvious, people. Yeah. Come but, on. Okay, now think ooh, about it. Who are we talking to? Dimlows here. Yeah. So swine flu is a bit of an a bit old hat now, isn't it? Yeah. Even at the time, it was a bit anticlimactic. All 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 the pandemics we've had recently have been quite disappointing, really. Yeah. It's a. Uh... Um, bit peaked on. I mean, they kind of they never amounted to much. Like about you know they they're going to be the next big thing. The, the media goes nuts. The yeah. press goes wild. We're all doomed. You know, scaremongering, trying to sell their papers. Yeah. Um, but they never really amount to much. About four people die. Mm. Weaklings, more than likely. <laughs> Weaklings. Um, and then, and then they kind of peter out. When are we going to get a proper pandemic? You know, a proper sweeping Spanish flu-style international, <laughs> it's a, it's you know, a... wiping out millions. We're due for one, apparently. <laughs> I, 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 for one, am looking forward to it. I don't want to wipe out, like, literally, like, get rid of the dead wood in this place. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> right, I think, that's, uh, I think that's swine flu. We can take that one off the list. Another uh, hot topic... Uh, so what else we got in uh in What's next? match chats? Hang on, hang on. Mm-hmm. Match chats. Right, we also got the gold standards. Right, okay, the gold standard. Another another hot topic. And I want to ex- another, uh, another another burning current affair. For younger people, no, it's not the gold standards. Shelton Benjamin, we're talking about. No, it's not him. Huh? Uh, it needs to be a wrestler called Shelton. His nickname needs to be the gold standard. What? <laughs> I didn't even never heard of him. Yeah, so we're not talking about him. We're talking about the gold standard. Uh, yeah, do you know much about the gold standard? Uh, this, we... this should be fucking good on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, what? what... <laughs> why is it? Why? Why? Who picks these subjects? <laughs> yeah, who does pick these subjects? Uh, some writer. Have we the... got a producer? Well, do you want to explain to us to the listeners who our producer is? Yeah. We have got a producer, but he refuses to be called a producer. He's just like he's... He, we got a producer, but he refuses to acknowledge that he's a producer or do any producing whatsoever yeah. or be involved in the show yeah. in any way. He just thinks he sits in a room on his computer. He reckons he's all that. Yeah, I uh, tell him oh, I can't say nothing. He pay, he's my boss. Well, he's paying our wages. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's he, he's a, he's a bit of a cool cat, you know. He, he, People go to him, oh, are you editor of this? He goes, no, no, no. But deep down, he goes home and he tells his wife, look, love, this show's going to be off the ground. We're going to be Hollywood in two years' time. <laughs> it's going to be off the ground? Yeah. What does that mean? Someone's going to lob it into a bin. <laughs> no, no, no. Someone's going to buy the show and go, look, I want this in a TV programme. Mm. This is how it's going to go, love. This is what's happening. And she's probably going, no, hey, no. Champ- champagne dreams with lemonade money. Well, I tell you now, we're... With Coca-Cola money. Shampoo dreams. Yeah. Okay, so the gold standard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, do you know much about it? No. Do you know what it is? Nor do I. Next. <laughs> really? No, no, I do know. But it's, so basically, like, back in the back in the day, like, back in the olden days, yeah, mm. like, the value, the wealth of a country mm-hmm. was dependent on how much gold it had. You know, money was just, like, a kind of representation, a token to represent mm-hmm. gold. And then in about 19... <clears throat> They, <laughs> there was a big debate, and they uh, they decided that they were going to get rid of the gold standard because they were kind of running out of money. They had there was more resources and more potential wealth than there was actual gold, and they didn't want to be tied down to having an actual physical manifestation of wealth. And they kind of made it all almost virtual, I guess. Money became a um, a kind of abstract a kind of property, really. Oh, right. Um, yeah. And then ever since then, money's not kind of real. Like, you know, a £10 note doesn't really represent anything. It doesn't, you know, you can't, it, says, it still says on a £10 note, if you look at it, I promise to pay the bearer on demand the sum of £10. Yeah. Which in theory, back in the olden days, meant you could take it to a bank and swap the note for your £10 worth of gold. Oh, and they give you a little bit of gold and they'd be like, your actual bit of wealth. Oh. Now it's just a kind of, it's a kind of token yeah. uh, without any actual physical... <sighs> No, Artifacts. About four points worth. Maybe, maybe that's what they should do. They should like go back to a standard, but it should be a beer standard. Yeah. So the um, you know the wealth of your country is dependent on how much beer you got in stock. Can you imagine that? How how, how, reckon, how do you reckon we'd get on? I think the Germans would be doing all right. The Germans would do all right. Um, I believe um, the crackheads will do amazingly. The crackheads. Yeah, with their uh, super brews, they'll be amazingly. Oh, <laughs> well, the special brew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that could be good. Uh, you know, because I think the uh, the economy is going to be uh, petering out of steam suit anyway. So we'll have to go back to some sort of system of actual yeah. actual wealth rather than yeah, just, just get out there, fucking computers deciding everything for us. You know, how much anyone's worth is all just out. It's just numbers on a screen. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. I'm worth a bob or two, I think. I know you are, Lee. You're worth a lot to me. Oh. That's what counts. Oh, God. Get you oh, my God. When do we kiss? <laughs> it's too early in the show for that. That's when the listeners want to know. <laughs> That's what they're tuning in for. Yeah, they just want to hear a makeout. No, you're you're worth a lot. So yeah, so this this new this bold new world in which we live, in which the the, the wealth of a nation is. Oh. oh no! What's going on? Lee's dad is calling. Get him on. Answer. <laughs> I guess so. Put him on speaker. Hello. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No worries, mate. I'll I'll do that for you. Uh, no, not at the moment. I'm just doing some recording work, and I'll be home shortly. Yeah. Oh, I'll catch you in a bit, mate. Bye, bye. He didn't put it on speaker. He says, "All right, tea bags." <laughs> Did he call you tea bags? Yeah, he's a nickname. Um, he calls me T, but Tetley T Lee. Was that before you started working here? You yeah, way before I was working. So you, <laughs> the T thing is just following you around. Yeah. Wherever you go, you're just the T boy. Yeah. Lee's a, Lee in our current workplace is a. There's a joke. We don't mean it, but we, yeah. we tell him to make the T and then beat him if he doesn't yeah. severely. It's like, um, I feel like, um, what's that bloke who went to war and got beaten with sticks? Um, um, Hitler? No, he's, um, if anyone knows, oh, he. he 
He ran for president one year. Ah, go. Uh, John McCain. I feel like John McCain <laughs> sometimes in a in a pool, in, in a Singapore prison with uh, sticks. But um, he went to war and got beaten with sticks. Yeah, he got. Cap- he was like captured, cap- wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What's that got to do with your fucking tea thing? Uh, uh, it's like if I like, like they force they like John. You must give the you must give us where the where the Americans are. Never. What was that? Someone noshing him off. <laughs> never, <laughs> or we will lick your testicles. <laughs> That's how the Viet. The, the Viet- uh, the never. Viet- no. We will finger your helmet unless you talk. Uh, never. Oh, uh, yeah, never. <laughs> you and if you're not careful, we will massage your prostate. Oh, God, no. It's too much. I say, they're in con. They're in con. <laughs> <laughs> I can never. I don't quite understand how we made the leap from John McCain getting his ring piece leaked. <laughs> From your um, <laughs> from your T-boy antics. <laughs> Can you imagine that in his biography? It was bad times. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't let no one hear my ring piece for years. <laughs> or we he get post-traumatic stress whenever he has a poo. It's <laughs> like, oh god, because he starts thinking about his bum hole, and it brings back bad memories of being being fingered by the Viet Cong. Uh, do you know we said the thing the other day about that the war veteran lost his sphincter? No. <laughs> Do you know we said the what? <laughs> yeah, I do actually. What was, like, what was what, this? Is some nonsense from Lee. He just came out with it. So I did. In the future, there'll be some like war veterans going. Uh, you can laugh, kids, but I lost my sphincter in the war for your freedom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you said though. Yeah, some bloke lost his asshole in the war. <laughs> yeah, just for the benefit of our frivolous existences. That'd be funny. Granddad shitting everywhere. How dare you? <laughs> he's, a, he's a. You'll bloody respect that. He's shitting for you <laughs> and your freedom and democracy. His arsehole got blown up by the Germans crying out loud. Well, well there we go. The gold standard. That was fertile, <laughs> fertile conversational territory, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, what is next for? Uh, well, this is your this is your bit now. This is um, this is the part of this is the part. This is a subsection of match chat. It's a kind of sub subheading, and it's with it's still within the main uh, kind of conglomerate of. Match chat, but it's uh, it's kind of a bit of the bit of a match chat where we ask each other questions. And last week I asked Lee a question, and yeah. I can't remember what it was because it's a load of old shit. Oh. But this week Lee's got a question for me. So yeah, the question is, have you had a lick? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> you had the John McCain experience many times. <laughs> um, the question is. In your lifetime, have you ever stolen anything? Oh, that was the jingle for a creature feature. Yeah. I was getting uh, ahead of myself. Um, good question. We're on dodgy ground here, though. There might be some some coppers listening. The, fu- the fuzz might have tuned in. Have I ever stolen anything? The answer is yes. I think everyone has, haven't they? At some point, I'd be very surprised... If you got through life without ever stealing anything, even the most saintly Ned Flanders type character was, you know. Yeah. Shall I tell you? Go on. So when I used to live in the Middle East, mm. um, it was, well, you might know this. It was if you were caught stealing in the kind of, you know, the worst case scenario was you get your hand chopped off. Yeah. Sharia law. And uh, I, I was aware of this and it kind of used to scare me a little bit. And one day, I don't know why particularly, 
me and my friend were I mean, like, we just egging each other on, you know, just being kids. Yeah. We were about eight years old. We, like, dared each other to steal a packet of polos. Mm. And we, in a, just like a supermarket. So we both, like, pocketed a packet of polos. <laughs> I was really scared. I was shitting it. I was absolutely terrified that they were going to, um, well, they nearly did catch us. I was kind of acting suspiciously and looking nervous. And I kind of went ahead of my friend. And this bloke behind the till, like, kind of went, oh, no, no, it said something. Tried to, like, call me back. And my friend was still walking out. And I just ran away. I was so scared. I ran away. I've only got one hand now, but uh, it was worth it for those polos. Were they fruit polos? Nah, nor bog standard, mate. God, I wouldn't have done that. Well, you know. But and that, not really, I mean, that was kind of the one that sticks out in my head because it was just the one time I've actually shoplifted. Um, uh, the thing with It was kit- pretty hardcore. Yeah. I mean, it's one small step from stealing polos to, yeah. you know, life in the mafia. The theme I done when I was a kid. I didn't uh, actually ask you. I don't care. It's not. This is not. This is not Lee's part of the show. It's not. It's not questions for Lee. Who cares? Are we talking about thieving stuff? I um, I robbed a milk crate when I was yeah probably about the same age, um, because where I live we have we got woodlands, and um, there was we we used to make camps and dens and all that sort of stuff when we was kids and it was really good. And one time we needed something and I thought. I would rob a milk crate. Not, not ask. I could have asked the man, and he would have gave it to me. I really, fuck the man. Yeah, I, fu- I fucked the law. I just literally got it, ran, and then an empty milk crate. Yeah, which no one wanted. <laughs> yeah, and had no monetary value. And I, I walked, fucking hell, Al Capone. And like calm eight, down. Like eight eight hours later, I walk past the shop with my mates, and the, this guy threatened to tell my mum and dad that I robbed this thing, and I shit myself like oh god blah blah, and then I I got grounded, and I had to. He didn't tell my mum. My mum cl- went and bought fags when she heard this, and she was like, oh, God, you idiot. What? Your mum went and bought fags? Yeah, not for me, obviously. But, <laughs> like, she was at the shop, but like, walking around the corner, she heard this. Oh, ah, right. Yeah, so I, I thought got... her response to her hearing that you stole a milk crate was to just go off down the shop and buy some fags. Yeah. Right, and I'm smoking this away. I'm going to sit there till you smoke them all. Or she should have gone down to the shop and just bought a whole crate of milk. You're going to sit there till you've drunk all this milk and you've learned your lesson. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, I don't think my mum would You'd have been pissing milk for like three days <laughs> out of your eyes. <laughs> Can you imagine drinking milk, like a whole crate of milk? What, what, what would happen to you? Well, they used to do it on Jackass, didn't they? They used to do like milk, just drink milkshakes till they were sick. Yeah. And then drink the sick. Oh. Good times, kids. Good times. Don't drink your sick, kids. Uh, but yeah. Unless you're really thirsty. Yeah. If you're really thirsty, drink your piss. Oh, obviously, yeah. That's the first thing you drink. Not even if you're thirsty. Well, everyone, that was another episode of... <laughs> that was all right, wasn't it? That was Matt's chat. That was like, um, what was that? How many... Uh, yeah, let's have a little round of applause. I think that, that deserved a round of applause. That was, yeah. For Matthew's chat. For um, 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 Matt's chat. Matt's chat. Okay, um, second... How are we doing time-wise? Genre... Uh, does it say how long we've done? No. Anyway, that's pathetic. Oh no. Well, second. Uh, right. What's next? Oh, this is good. Okay, so um, this is a new, this is a kind of new feature. This series. <coughs> it's uh, creatures features. Where'd you get that peepers? Oh yeah. Oh, that was nice. Can I do my jingle now? Yeah, go. On. This is my favourite part of the whole show. Now that um, Lee's bollock story of the week is gone, this is my favourite bit of the show. Uh.
That was fucking too much, wasn't it? <laughs> that was too powerful for the microphone. Right, right up it did. I'm going to try again from further away. Lee's <laughs> <laughs> getting bored of this. Me just going... Right, here we go. You can join in if you want. I can't do it better. You can do it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's creature feature. <laughs> I made myself cough. <laughs> you sound like a smoker at 40 years Yeah. I might be sick. Yeah, kids... <laughs> Right, it's creature feature. This is a good one this week. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting, but it's weird. It's quite freaky. Mm. It might blow your mind. Blow my tiny little mind away. I hope it does. So, have you heard of bed bugs? As in, don't let the... Yeah, yeah I've heard bed bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, quite... Oh, a wife's towel. No, they're real. They exist. Oh, right. Um, they, they're the real thing. They're not, they're not a myth. They're not like something from Greek mythology. <laughs> like the fucking Minotaur. <laughs> I went to the labyrinth, and all I found was some lousy bed bugs. They're, they're little creatures. They're not very big, but you can see them with the naked eye. Yeah. And they, until about 1995, they were on the decline. Like, you didn't really get them. You know, yeah. in, the, in the Middle Ages, they were quite a uh, big problem. Like, you'd go to bed and wake up covered in bites, you know, sores. Because yeah. everyone's beds were infested with these bed bugs. But, you know, thanks to modern insecticides and stuff and just general cleanliness they, they kind of died away but they're coming back a bit you occasionally get the the odd infestation now I don't get a bed bug no. anyone can get bed bugs you know it's just unlucky but yeah you occasionally get the odd infestation but that's not the main thing I'm talking about they, so basically they live in your bed and when you sleep in it they'll give you a little bite suck your blood yeah. in the night a bit like that fish last week but yeah. quite not quite as intrusive but the way they have sex you'll like this mm. have you heard of um Traumatic insemination. No, what's that? Would you like to hazard a guess? Mm. Is it anal? <laughs> That's good. No, it's it's worse than anal. What is it? Or better than anal? Um, we're not quite sure. So basically, traumatic insemination. The male, the, the females don't really have a reproductive orifice. Oh. Uh. The male just stabs the female. Anywhere in her body yeah. with his reproductive organs. It's not really a penis, it's kind of some, I don't know, little stick or something. Yeah. And just jabs his sperm just into the wound. Oh, right. And the sperm will find its way to her reproductive organ. But oh. it's like there's no kind of there's no kind of specific hole. They just like wound the female and jab it in. Oh, right. Um, no one's quite sure. Well, I don't, they kind of, the evolutionary advantage of this is that it's really funny and uh, we can laugh about it and talk about it on podcasts which yeah. you know obviously Darwin was uh, right up on that shit yeah. so what do you think about that? That's quite quite interesting actually um, I watched this video on YouTube and you should check, check this out a seahorse uh, um, giving birth holy shit it's like a billion a second they just move around and I've got to put and then just push. And push loads out, yeah. Yeah, push loads out. It's crazy. That's the male as well. Really? Did you not know that? That's famously seahorses. It's the pre- the male who gets pregnant. God, can you imagine? <laughs> Lee's face just then when I told him that he can looked. It was a kind of mixture of uh, disgust, yeah. confusion, and delight. Can you imagine it if it was if it was the other way around? We give birth. Can you imagine that? 
It's like, you're right, love. Fucking, you're going out working. Fuck off. Yeah, go on, love. I've got nine months eternity leave. <laughs> we wouldn't do anything ever. We would moan about it forever. Yeah. Christ almighty, you'd never hear the end of it. Just Especially if you had to piss it out through your penis. Oh, fuck. And no. it was the size it is now. Oh, <laughs> crying out loud. Mm. We ruined. That would be that would be traumatic enough. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, that was disgusting, and that was kind of too that was too blue even for this show. Yeah. Bit bit kind of adult, bit after hours. That so that was that was a. And uh, now we got a new new part of the show now. This is a new feature. We've got ourselves a little bit of a. We've got ourselves a phone. Uh, we're going to get people to call in and to ask us questions. Leave, leave messages for us. You can't actually talk to us live yeah. on, on air because we're not on air. It's a pre-recorded show. Idiots. And uh, we'll, should we do them now? All right. We've mm. got um, online... Oh, no, 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 no. We'll just, like, we'll just play, play them. So this yeah. is like messages people have left for us who've uh-huh. already listened to the, the show. And we've yeah. kind of put the... We've made the, the phone number available in some um, specific... Capacity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll uh, play the first caller. So, this, yeah, here we go. Message one. Oh, you're right, loves. It's, uh, it's Vasa Wainwright here calling from Rockwork Software. Right, I've got one question for you. If you fancy it, after the show, you can drop by and I've got some... I got some dripping and toast left over. You can come round and have some if you like. And if you look at, I'll give you a little bit something else as well. I'm talking about the minge. Well, thank you for that, uh, Martha. We'll thank, go. Thank you, Martha. We'll crack on with the uh, other well, guy. No, no, no. Well, we got to answer a question. The oh. question was. You can come round and have some dripping and lard if you want. <laughs> uh, do you like do you like dripping? And uh, you know she, where did she say she was from? Worksop. That's yeah. a bit of a mission. Oh, I mean, it's a bit of a trek just for some dripping. Although she did say we could have something else as well. Yeah, uh, I'll go for something else, lo- um, Martha. Martha. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've never had lard or drippings. No. Nah. Well, <laughs> Martha's your lady, obviously. <laughs> Why, it wasn't really a question, though, was it? No, she's saying if you want some, come mm. and get it, basically. Mm. But we'll um, we'll think about it, Martha. We'll give it some serious thought. Let's crack on with the uh, other guy next, or the other person. Next message. Hey, forget about it. All right, so Tony and Tony here, and I'm calling from the Bronx in New York City. Now I got just one question for you guys. Are you guys like doing it or what? And if you guys are doing it, can I join in? Because I really dig that shit by the Hey, forget about it. I'll huh? give me a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, Tony, uh, at the moment we're not doing it. No. Well, what, what does he mean by that? I don't understand. Um, he, he, he probably thinks that we. Do, what? Just doing a podcast? Of course, Wait. we're doing a podcast, Tony. God. You dimwit. And you want coffee? Come stop by. We'll yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of local establishments that sell coffee in the Bronx. Yeah. Christ almighty, man. And but thank you for your message. Cheers. Thank you, thank you for getting in touch. For that, Tony. And yeah, that's, we have. I didn't quite catch his name. It was like Tony of Boney or something. It was Tony. Tony from the Bronx. A proper cheers, cheers. Italian. Local lad, yeah. Yeah. Salt of the earth. And unfortunately, we ha- that's that's the only uh, voice message we've got this week. <laughs> but. Um, that's right. Well, yeah, we'll leave the number. We'll. We'll um we'll add the number in later. Right, what's next? We've got um we've got a special. Uh... <laughs> oh right, okay. Now this is a this is an, another new feature of the show. You know, like um you know we've got this kind of problem in the UK now. We got an issue, 
and the issue is people are becoming more, you know, fragmented, aren't they? More kind of isolated. Yeah. Especially the elderly. It can be a problem. Older people are kind of, they're isolated from their friends and family, you know. Loneliness can be an issue. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, you should try and make friends with your your neighbours if they're old or just, you know, generally kind of look out for your the people in your community. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's not going to save the world, but it's a small act of kindness. Thank you very much, David Cameron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From Jonathan Pye. Unbelievable. Um, uh, so, if Jonathan Pye is this? Is who podcast. the fuck is Jonathan Pye? Uh, YouTube uh, guy, he does Russian TV. Uh, Jonathan, if you listen to this podcast... Which get, he is. Get in touch. We want you on the show as a guest. I don't. We'll have, we'll have barrels of laughs. And there's beer waiting for you. Um, Just bring some KFC. You have to bring your own beer. And bring KFC. And beer. Because we get hungry and beer. <laughs> and your own condoms. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing you. <laughs> Not sharing ours. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's got a hole in it. It's worn out. <laughs> right, so yeah, okay. So in this kind of epidemic of loneliness. So it's a modern ailment, our atomized society. So I've been trying to help out, you know, I, um, I, I took it upon myself to, you know, be a good Samaritan and there's this kind of old, old guy who lives near me mm-hmm. um, and he's, you know, he's really old, he lives in a big, a big house by himself, mm-hmm. massive house in fact, just like a kind of stately home, mm-hmm. but I'm, you know, I'm worried about his well-being, yeah. so I decided to go around and, t- and talk to him one day and he's a really interesting guy, you know, you chat to him, he's got some good tales. Yeah. Um, Tales of the old country. Yeah, exactly. You know, just kind of his life, what he's done. He's yeah. been around a while, and I decided that he's, you know, he's so interesting. I'd record some of it. Yeah. So this is um, my my kind of chat with uh, with this guy, and I think you should just play play the play the interview. You know, and see uh, see, oh. see what you think. Let's play. Uh, let's play the interview. The Reminiscences of Lord Percival Chubbunty. Well, we're sitting in the drawing room of this magnificent house known locally as Chubb Hall. And here with me is the custodian, the, the lord of the manor, Lord Chubbunty. Good day to you, sir. One's eye is immediately drawn upon entering this room to the rather large stuffed rhino head hanging above the fireplace. Ah, yes. Old Bertha up there, as I like to call her. Now, Sir Percival, does it not worry you that rhino numbers have dropped quite catastrophically in recent decades, as I'm sure you're aware? Well, 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 yes. I, I suppose it is rather worrying, yes. Uh, oh, old Bertha is starting to look rather moth-eaten, it has to be said. And one can't help but worry about the, the difficulty of procuring a fresh one, yes. Well, I was rather more referring to the possibility of their imminent extinction, Lord Percival, and the, the devastating consequences this would have on the, the ecosystems in which they live. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something, young man. I'll, te- I'll tell you what. If, if you had seen what I had seen uh, in my younger days, you might take a very different tone with regards to uh, 
the the rhino the current rhino situation is it you you you're, you're you're looking at things through a, a a myopic viewpoint based on your limited experience of the world well well let, I, I, I let, 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 let me tell you about uh, where where I got old old Bertha from and then you make your mind up you see during the war, I was uh, stationed in uh, what was then uh, French Indochina, which I believe is modern-day, uh, it's either Vietnam or uh, Romford, I, I, I forget which, but yes, French Indochina. Um, now, uh, during this uh, period, the, the Allies were very concerned about uh, the production of uh, rubber as a um, raw ingredient for the war effort. It was of crucial strategic importance that the, uh, the, the local uh, rubber plantations were kept safe and functional. And, uh, and as a young serviceman stationed out there, that was one of our main um, duties. What about that? Uh, we, were, we were to protect the rubber plantations in the local area at all costs. And um, one of the main threats to the uh, rubber production was um, the, um, uh, the, uh, the, the dratted rhinos. Uh, the rhinos, the, Lord yeah, Percival? Yes, yes, young man. They would, uh, they would come along, you see. They, the, the thing about uh, rhinos is they are the most uh, dreadful show-offs. Uh, any, any excuse to parade around uh, acting like they're the tits and they will take it. Give them an inch and they... We'll take a mile, I'm telling you this now for nothing, young man. So they'd, they'd come along, usually in packs, in an attempt to impress not just one another, they assembled exotic bird life as well, which would always swoop in from the surrounding jungle just to watch the ridiculous proceedings. And especially those fucking toucans! They were the worst, but, uh, yes. Uh, the rhinos, Lord Percival. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. So, what, so what would happen is, as soon as, as soon as your back was turned, these packs of flouncing rhinos would trample into the rubber plantation and they would, they would find where we'd packed up the fresh sheets of rubber to be shipped off to uh, Saigon. And they would caper, cavort, flounce around on the rubber sheets, performing, well, attempting to perform, you know, backflips and leaps and various other inappropriate acrobatics. The wretched animals, they liked the, the amount of uh, bounce the rubber afforded them. It, it seemed to spur them on to ever more ludicrous degrees of carry-on and nonsense. And, you know, well, had, had they been a, a smaller animal, like I, I don't know, a baboon or a tiger, 
then perhaps we would have let this pass. But because rhinos are quite large, they would always end up completely ruining the rubber upon which they were bouncing around. And I, 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 and I remember uh, specifically, it all came to a head one particular afternoon when we were, uh, we just got back from having our uh, afternoon rations of, of gin slings. We, uh, we, we got back to find uh, a pack of, uh, well, it, well, it must have been about 18 or 19 rhinos in the process of attempting a particularly difficult pyramid formation. Uh, you know, flinging each other around with gay abandon. And Sergeant Wilkes, the man in charge that afternoon, he was furious. The rubber was completely destroyed. Big footprints all over it. It had lost all of its elasticity. And as you well know, if there's one thing guaranteed to lose you a bloody war, it's having rubber with no elasticity. Well, 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 well. Sergeant Wilkes was furious. He, he snapped and he said, Now, look here, boys. The first one to bring me the head of 50 rhinos gets three guineas on a trip to Disney World in Florida. Well, that was, a, that was all the motivation we needed, so we set about our tasks with gusto. Disney World, Sir Percival? Yes? What, what war was this you were fighting in? Uh, um, Falklands War. I see. And ever since that day, I've never been able to look at the severed head of a rhino, white or black, without thinking about uh, Space Mountain. Or, what was that other one, uh, that runaway train one with the little rabbit, you know, you went down that chute, oh, good times, good times. Lord Percival, thank you very much for talking to us today. Uh, thank you. Well... There it was. My, yeah. That was me doing my good my good deed for the week, going yeah. to you know entertain an old man. Yeah, and learn about um. Well, about the uh, his trip the... to Disney World. I kind of yeah. I, I kind of like that Disney World, you know. Yeah. Get him. Uh... <laughs> Space Mountain, a fan. <laughs> I've never. Uh, I never. I never went to Space Mountain, but. Uh, Have you been to Disney though? I've been to Disney. I've been to Florida when I was a kid, but I was that's very, the best one. Florida. I was very young. I was about two or three. So you can't remember it. I can't remember that much, but I went to Paris. Ooh la la, monsieur! When I was twelve, went there. And it was alright. Gay Paris. It was okay. There's <laughs> a, a glowing accolade from yeah. me there. And the last it was alright, right? It was fucking alright. Yeah, what can say is more than fucking yeah. The last night I got food poisoning. though, that was the only thing. I uh, we is that had because you um. Touched it. We had Chinese food, and this is why I don't like Chinese food no more. And I had ribs, and on the way, on the coach back, I shit and vomited everywhere. Into your personal area. So yeah. So basically, um, I how did, how did you feel at that point? I felt like shit because we had to get the ferry back to Dover. So I was like, ugh. So 
my Tasmanian boxers were ruined. <laughs> what? Your, by which you mean your Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Not your boxer shorts from Tasmania. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, my Tasmanian devil boxer shorts. What would Taz have said about that? Being shat upon. He'd have gone into a whirlwind and sprayed it all back <laughs> in your face. I <laughs> And then he'd have like sprayed shit on you in his whirlwind formation. He'd have, he'd have, he wouldn't have fucking have stood for that, would he? Would have got a fucking ape. What do you reckon Elmer Fudd would do if you tried to shit on him? <laughs> Don't probably eat it. <laughs> He's that type, isn't he? He's a bit weird, yeah. Elmer Fudd. Yeah. So I'm happy everyone enjoyed Bunty. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, yeah. I quite enjoyed meeting him, but uh, yeah. he was—he he went on a bit. He rambled on a bit. Did he offer you scones or? Yeah, he gave me crumpets, you know, the usual shit. Yeah. Earl Grey tea and a china pot. Yeah. But um, I might go and visit him again, so keep your ears tuned and we'll. Ooh. Might be another episode. Lee might go and visit him, maybe. Oh, okay. Would you like to, would you like, I mean, you know, it's, it's a good deed to do. Yeah, I'll go and visit this old go, man. Go and visit old Lord Percival. Yeah, I'll uh, Yeah. All right, we'll see what happens. Keep, yeah. keep your ears open. Keep, your keep ears. tuned in, dickheads. Uh. Right, uh, so what are we up to? The final... Oh, it's the final thing on the list now. The final countdown. Lee, would you like to announce what it is? And the final subject today is... He blinds me with his science area. Yes, that's right, folks. It's that time of the show. It's Ben's science area. And what's on the science... Well, I'll tell you what's in my area today. What's been troubling my science area. Gently frotting... Rubbing itself in my science vicinity. Do you know about? Uh, I don't know. This has been quite a technical show this week. I've been trying to explain lots of slightly boring subjects, yeah. and this is this is no different. Yeah. This is equally as boring, if not more so. Yeah. Have you heard of neutrinos? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> neutrinos. <laughs> Fucking. Um, it's a show that's got everything. It's about the most highbrow and lowbrow you can get. I love. We'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about Proust in a bit. I then love- we'll talk about eating our own poo. I just love if someone was listening to this and they were doing their GCSE science and they passed. <laughs> well, this is the recommended government uh, revision note. <laughs> Tune into uh, Ben and Lee's chat on the mayor. <laughs> a stars all round. Thank you very much. When you get a hard job, give us some money. Cheers. <laughs> Send it our way. Um, Ben's science. So, yeah, neutrinos are a subatomic particle, smaller than an atom, mm. which I don't know if you realise, that is... Relatively small, smaller than a pea, hmm. smaller than Matt's chode. <laughs> That's tiny then. Fucking nothing. <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> we, we, Might as well not even bother. We have to bring a map for fine. Might as well go home. Yeah. Wasted journey. No party there. <laughs> nothing going on there, ladies. Yeah. But right. It, so yeah. An atom. So a neutrino, smaller than an atom, tiny, very very small. Mm. That's my technical uh, explanation. It's very, very smart. Smaller than your pee. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Watch out. Um, and they're basically, there's like loads of them, but they don't really interact with matter. Like, so most kind of, you know, some, most particles, if they hit you, they'll have an effect. Neutrinos oh, yeah. just pass through you. They're like billions of them are like going through you right now, mm. streaming through you, and there's literally no interaction with your own particles oh yeah because they're so pathetic as far as i can work out they're they're basically like the 
if a, if a, if a neutrino was a car, it would be a, a Robin Reliant. Oh, I but, like. But worse, if a neutrino was a car, it would be a uh, Nissan Micra. That was a fucking shit car. Yeah, pretty shit. But they still they still interact with stuff. If you crash into a Nissan Micra, you come off better. Mm-hmm. This is you as a person, but. They're like potato cars. I've refused. To get, my mum had one as a courtesy car once. I refused to get in it. Like, <laughs> what? She's picking you up from school. Hop in, son. Time to go home. Like, no, mother. I won't be seen dead in this car. It was the worst. Leave me. It was the t- worst two weeks ever. We had to drive around this shitty red car. It was. Did like, your reputation suffer? I think I was in I was in secondary school, so I could walk to school. Thank God. I'd have said no. Sorry, I ain't driving around that shit tip. <laughs> hey, yeah, I know the pain of yeah. like, shit cars. Yeah, yeah my mum even had to look and we went shopping. I was like, "Why? Nobody's gonna rob it." They're looking. Like, no thanks. They'll fucking pay you to take it away. <laughs> yeah, like, get that piece of shit out of my parking lot. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So that was that was a uh, Ben Science area. Uh, yeah. I think we've we've pretty much uh, covered that. That'll do it. Nobel Prize. Here we come. Uh, that's the end of the show for this week. We'll be back next week yep. with um, the phone-ins so yep. again. So More be... phone-ins. Leave your messages, people. And we'll we'll have... probably get a little... Should we get a Twitter address or not bother? Um, I I've... hate Twitter. I mean, we had Twitter for the other one. and nobody Twitter tweeted. shitter, more no, like. Nobody tweeted the other one, but we might... It must be any listeners. This time we, got, we have got some listeners. Yeah. We, we can do a Facebook page. I think Facebook is now getting uh, back in public. The thing I worry about with this Facebook page is this show is quite offensive or at least a bit a bit immature mm. and rude. And there's people I work with who will see, you know, if we link to the page and say, oh, check out our podcast, they'll check it out, realise we're a couple of fucking maniacs. Or, or at least dickheads. Or we make, and, uh, we make a other Facebook account, like a, a show Facebook account, and get people to follow that. Well, no, but they'll still see it as ours on there, and they'll listen to it, and they'll hear, oh, we just, like, don't, we just don't publicise it on our own Facebook pages. No, we just, that's yeah, so, what I mean, we'll, we'll make a... Make a <laughs> How will we publicise it, then? We'll make a new Facebook account. Yeah. And then do... I was going to put on the logo for the show just a massive picture of yours and mine faces. Yeah. And also uh, um, our penises as well. Yeah, I think that people know uh, the whiff, and I want that to get that famous. The whiff, whys, and wherefores. But yeah, uh, we'll sort out with social media. That's the thing we're gonna do. It's a thing that that happens, isn't it? These days, that's the thing we're gonna sort out. Yeah, Yeah. we'd like to say thanks for Lord Bunty for giving us an interview. We'll we'll be interviewing someone else next week. Well, Um, it might be the same. Might be might be Lord Percival Chubb Bunty again. If he's available. If he's there, he might not want to see me again. I think he enjoyed my visit. He gave me a severe spanking towards the end because I stepped out of line, and I sorely deserved it. Did he make you wear your school uniform? No, that's next week. Well, um, well, thanks for listening to, the, uh, to this episode, people. Yep. And yep. Have, Cheers for tuning in, people. Have a nice um, weekend. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, see you next time. See you there. Bye. Bye.